Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. At the end of the day, it's the start of talk here on ZFM Stereo. It is ZFM Sport on a Monday to review the weekend that was and what a weekend it was. It was the return of football in Zimbabwe and there were many, many stories coming out of various sports all over the world. We'll unpick, we'll unpack them for you right here on the show with the team. Mike Madoda, Chris Meadzi, our producer Sean Tafire Nika. My name is Barry Manandi. On the home front today, four-time castle Premier Soccer League champions FC Platinum laid down a marker to their title credentials with a record record extending victory in the season opening Castle Challenge Cup at Mandava on a Saturday. In international sports news, Ireland rugby coach Andy Farrell praised the character of his Grand Slam chasing side following a hard fought win over Scotland in the Six Nations. In around the world in 60, we have updates from Ahmedabad, Florida, California, and Arizona. The second half of the show, we have the Castle Lager World Football Report where Arsenal manager Mikel Ateta saluted Leandro Trossard's impact as the Gunners maintained their five-point lead at the top of the Premier League table. In the Bundesliga, Borussia Dortmund coach Eden Tezic says his side left the door open for Schalke Ophir who twice bounced back from a goal down to snatch a two-all draw in the Revier derby. And in Italy, Napoli coach Luciano Spalletti is pleased his side got back to winning ways as goals by Kivchia Kvrach. Chelia and Amir Rahmani steered runaway leaders Napoli to a 2-0 home win over sixth-placed Atalanta. Hi, my name is Rulu Nishamba. My tour is Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. It's a two-way street here on ZFM Sport and you can send us your message 0731168045. We're going to be talking football a little bit later on local and international. So let us know your thoughts. That number again is 0731168045. ZFM Sport is also available as a podcast. So if you ever miss it, you can always find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. If you have an immediate thought that you need to share with us though and we're not on air, you can always send it to at ZFM Sport. Let's start your local 
Sports News Roundup with some rugby news. Old Georgians under-20 coach Tatenda Seba has applauded his charges for sticking to the game plan after they put in a stunning display to upstage favourites and defending champions Pitbulls 46-36 to in the final of the Paramount Garments Under-20 Rugby League on Saturday. The Young Dragons proved that their recent revival was no fluke as they produced the ultimate performance befitting of a championship decider at their Groombitch braced home ground. In hockey news, Zimbabwe's under-21 women's field hockey team got their campaign at the Junior Africa Cup on a losing note as they went down 3-0 to South Africa in Egypt. It was the opening match of the tournament that got underway yesterday. Finish off with some swimming news. Webulayo Amateur Swimming Association swimmers continued their impressive form in the pool after they put in a good performance at the National Junior Championships, which ended yesterday at Chisipiti Senior School in Harare. Balentle Jared and Sitko Kela Mpoko were some of the star attractions in the penultimate gala of the 2023 junior season. Faro to Barberfield, Mandawa to Nyamunga. All the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Uh, football is back in Zimbabwe and it always starts with the curtain raiser to the season. Of course, that is the Castle Challenge Cup that pits uh, the league winners versus the cup winners. That cup being the Chibuku Super Cup. It was FC Platinum uh, taking on Bulawa, your Chiefs. And four-time Castle Lager Premier Soccer League champions FC Platinum laid down a marker to their title credentials with a record-extending victory in the season-opening Castle Challenge Cup at Mandava on Saturday. The Platinum Miners dominated and Julie posted a 2-0 win over Bulawayo Chiefs in this contest that features uh, the country's league champions and of course the Chibuka Super Cup champ, uh, winners uh, four from the previous campaign. FC Platinum coach Norman Mopeza was happy with his side's performance as the league champions get ready to defend their title. Look, it's our, it's our first uh, competitive game of the season. I think the guys played well, played well, you know, and uh, if you look at our, our, our the, the opportunities we had in the first half, we had like chances. So although some of them, some of them, the guys were missing, but it's still it's still early, early, early days of the season. You know, but what what the most positives which I picked from today's game is that we're getting there. We're getting there in the final third with the opportunities. It's just a matter of going out there and next week, work hard and try to rectify those problems. See. <laughs> Mikey, you watched this game. Um, he talks about problems. <laughs> Did you see any? <laughs> no, I was impressed. Yeah. I was very impressed with uh, FC Platinum. I remember in the build-up on Friday, we talked about the fact that uh, FC Platinum hadn't played many practice matches. In fact, they just played the two practice matches versus Mashingo United uh, the previous weekend. Yep. Uh, and we were all wondering uh, at sort of like what level were they playing? What level were they operating at? And I can tell Zimbabwe that FC Platinum are operating at a very high level they look far better than they were last season Uh, they are playing with a lot more cut they are playing with a lot more thrust they are playing with a lot more pace there's plenty of ability in that team to have perfect Chikwende and Walter Musona on the bench Mm. and then for you to run your opposition ragged and it's Bulawi Chiefs but Bulawi Chiefs are a decent mid-table side Mm -hmm. who are boasting some very experienced players uh, in their midfield especially the likes of Musebe, the likes mm-hmm. of Danny Dekopito, who was yeah. my man of the match, by the way, yeah, yeah, uh, considering well. his 
performance and uh, considering the fact that he was playing for the for the minnows but uh, they made Bulawayo Chiefs look like rank novices the fact that it ended 2-0 flatters Bulawayo Chiefs mm-hmm. because a proper scoreline really would have been maybe for me 5 one and I say one because the Bulaya Chiefs I think had the one half chance uh, in the game, but uh, five one six one would not have would, flattered five, five FC half. Platinum. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> would not have flattered FC Platinum uh, at all. And so I'm worried uh, for the rest of the league when Norman Mapeza is talking about improvement. Yeah, mm. when we he's talking hard. about needing <laughs> to work hard. I also like that sort of talk. If I'm a fan and I'm listening out in Zishavane, if I'm a fan and I'm a supporter of FC Platinum, I like that sort of talk because it means that there's no complacence creeping in. Mm-hmm. It means that Norman Mapeza is still keen, he's still hungry, and he realizes that he's got a young bunch of players who he must turn into winners. We talk about four-time champions, yeah. but we are talking about Gift Bello. Mm. We're talking about Petros Mari, yeah. but the majority of these players, especially the ones we saw on show, have not won it four times on the spin no. that was the likes of Kevin Boyle mm. uh, Elvis Boyle yeah. they've since left those players yeah. he's got a young bunch of players who he's saying to them listen build on the legacy that you found here in Zishavane let's turn this four yeah. into five into six into seven times let's do something that no other club in Zimbabwe has ever done they've got motivation on their side and, and Mike talks about the, the squad renewal Chris and in truth he has renewed his squad uh, retaining most of the most of this, the, the team that did duty last season where he had the wholesale uh, 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 change as it were and bringing in a lot of younger players this season signing three players Selim, uh, Jarison Selimani uh, Mishek Nguenya uh, the defender and then Perf what was your assessment of these uh, three? Because they each got a game. Uh, Jarrison and 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 uh, Mishik Nguyen are getting starts, and then Perfect yeah. Chikwende coming off the bench. I think, like Mike said, Perfect Chikwende coming off the bench already shows you the quality the that depth. Norman Mapeza has in this side. I think also when he came into the side, there was a bit of that lift that he always gives any side that he plays for in terms of that creativity that he provides. And when you're taking a look at Jarrison Selemani and Mishik Nguyen, I think especially. Jarrison Selemani, he I think proved why he's potentially going to be the star at FC Platinum this season. When you take a look at his performance he scored a goal as well and this is his first time out for FC Platinum. So when you're able to put on that kind of performance at Mandava and you show the fans exactly why you've been selected I think he fits in perfectly into this side Mm. and it's going to be really great to watch this team over and over again and just the quality for me just their maintenance of possession in this particular game it's Unfortunately, um, in terms of the stats, we may not have that. Mm. But when you're just taking a look at how SC Platinum was able ball, to yeah. dominate that ball, I think it's going to be an incredible season. Uh, Chris saying that uh, Jarrison Selemani fits in perfectly. Uh, the the pun in, is intended, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I, I, I look at uh, that FC Platinum squad, uh, um, Alois, you'd always talk about the fact that Rotate the ball quickly. Make sure that you're 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 moving your opponent around. Uh, and when you remove Jarrison Selemani because you know he's put in a shift for 60 minutes, the person you're turning to is Walter Musona. That's scary. Yeah, I think soccer uh, star of the year is coming off the bench <laughs> to replace Jarrison Selemani, who's put his hand up as man of the match. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's something to think about for for the other clubs, you know, uh, for 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 a club that has got a soccer star of the year on the bench, and the person that you know you would think that uh, maybe they want to rest the soccer star, but the guy that is replacing him is actually uh, dishing out a man of the match uh, performance. Mm. Then you start getting scared. I, I like the idea of 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 playing the ball quicker. We have always mourned about it, even here on the station, mm. that they sometimes they are slow in their build. Well, he seems to have fixed it last, last yes, season where yes. he got the younger players and yes. it got faster. It seems even faster now. He has fixed it. He has fixed it. Now, I think it's because now he has slowly blended in younger players. More younger players are now in the in the squad and they they, they play uh, faster, they've got more energy and all that. So they can only get stronger. Like we're saying off air as well, one thing that is still missing for, for Norman is the one gunslinger. We want to see a top goal scorer coming from FC Planam. <laughs> a top goal scorer of the country coming from there. And then we want a side that is going to compete can I, in the in the in the Cup Champions League. Mike, can I draw parallels? Um Man City collecting uh, um, that, that's titles what I should, upon titles. That's what I was actually thinking. No that, top goal scorer. That in the, there. the way the way I saw FC Platinum set up, mm. they actually played a four-three-three yep. yesterday. They did, uh, which is very similar to what we have seen uh, Pep Guardiola uh, execute as well at Man City. So he seems to be happy with Tando Anguena uh, leading the line yep. uh, for uh, FC Platinum, uh, and then having the two wide attacking players uh, and it worked well for him because I, I, I can't see I, I'm not seeing him going out looking for a striker mm. so it's it's certain that this season uh, FC Platinum will not be having uh, that sort of like traditional centre forward gunslinger in the middle of the attack mm-hmm. they are happy with the options that they have and they believe that the goals will be shared between your Jason Soleimani mm-hmm. uh, between Tandungwenya between Panashim Timanyoka Perfect Chikwende as well as Walter Musona he believes that those five players starting and coming off the bench can provide the goals and if the likes of Brian Banda who was also wasteful in midfield uh, can chip in with one or two goals then I think he's got the bases covered Mm. as far as the goals output is concerned so that's FC Platinum for you so uh, for for me Barry I I even look at Bulawi Chiefs and I'll emphasize this point Bulawi Chiefs are not a bad side they're not a bad they're They're not a bad side they were blown away but when they had the ball they looked like they were were guys like Aubrey Ocherinda I thought he was hard running I, I think he keeps defenders Honest, uh, they had as I said, Togos is Msebe in midfield, yeah. very good Malvin player. Kolo Malvin Kolo in defense, he was very good. Panache Shoko yeah. playing at left back. I mean, he had his hands full, but the youngster, I held think he, he held his own in that. So they've got very good players. I didn't think it right to start Kudamusharu. I, I thought he made the work a lot easier mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, FC Platinum uh, defenders because he's not mobile, yeah. he plays with his back to goal, and I thought he made it very easy for Lawrence Mflanger uh, as well as the young man uh, Nguenya who were playing in the in the centre of defence they looked more dangerous yeah. when they had Aubrey Ochirinda now Aubrey coming, Ochirinda through, the coming through the middle rather yes. than from the side absolutely so I think they're they're a decent side and I think Bulawi Chiefs will leave many sides with a bloody nose I agree but the fact is they were well beaten by a vastly superior FC Platinum and going into the opening game of the season there are a lot of teams who, who should get worried Very. because if they're planning to challenge for the title uh, they're gonna have to sort of like put a run of games very early on 
and hope that FC Platinum somehow slip up, slip up yeah. because this side is going to get better. And we know yeah. what normally my the sides yes. do. Traditionally, they get better in the second half of the if season. This is a slow start. What, what did we see last season? They finished on a 21-game unbeaten run, yeah. meaning that from match day 13, they were virtually untouchable. Yeah. No, when I was saying that uh, gunslinger, someone who scores goals, mm. I'm not talking about a traditional number nine, like yeah. you, you, like the guy that stands there, like a target man. man. Mm. I'm talking. I, I, I was top goal scorer for Cape United. I was not this. I was not a target man. Yeah, yeah. I was not yeah, the, the center striker. I was a wing. I'm talking about somebody who can deliver a nice bunch of goals, an amount of goals, not your four, five, six. I think that he needs somebody who can actually stand up and say, I'm going to score 15 goals this season. Whether you're a gun, whether you're a striker or not, he needs that. That's what Walter Mswana did last season. That player, I think he really needs that. Walter Mswana did that I don't think Walter Mswana will repeat that. Yeah, can I can I make a prediction? I don't. I actually think that Jarrison Selimani is going to be that guy because I think the areas in which he operates, the areas in which he is he is playing, if he starts. Remember, this was a cup cup game, so yeah. chances are we could see first game Walter Mswana reinstalled into that starting lineup uh, and on the side uh, where Jarrison Selimani was operating but that flag is the one that's going to deliver I, I, I think Walter will score 100% I think Walter 100%. will score uh, he's, I, I, he's, he's a good player Yeah. and even when he came in that game yes Jarrison was good but Walter has got a yes, finesse level, yeah. about him. There's they just, a, I mean, the way he set down those two defenders. Yeah. I mean, set them on the turf <laughs> with, with <laughs> such set ease. Them down. Uh, he, he's he's got a. For me, I, I expect Walter again to stake a claim for being the best player in the country. Uh, he's that good. I believe he'll get chances because this FC Platinum, I think, very different from sometimes when we saw them in previous seasons, yeah. where the, there were not a lot of box entries. Yeah. This time yeah. there were. Too, the box play much quicker. too yeah. many and uh, it makes for a very exciting outlook uh, for the season. Now let's hear from Delta Beverages Marketing Director Irmai Muzorewa uh, who says they are looking forward to an ex- to a lots of excitement this season. Well, we're looking forward to an exciting season. Um, look, starting off for today, the Castle Lager Challenge Cup. FC Platinum winning this uh, for the fourth time now. Um, and we know that a lot of the clubs and, and players have been preparing all season, like during the break, preparing for this next season. So we're looking forward to some, some in the, uh, exciting football. And hopefully, you know, as the fans, you know, continue to engage the clubs and the players, we're hoping that they'll come out in their numbers and support their teams. See. <laughs> That's the voice there of Marketing Director Irima Muzirewa at Delta Beverages. Let's also hear from the Chief Executive Officer of the Premier Soccer League, Kenny Debele, who shared his outlook for the new season. Well, um, it was well organized. Um, we, we had a, a good crowd. I'm sure we, you saw uh, there was excitement. But for us, it's more of the organization, testing the um, facilities, uh, testing how we can organize our matches going forward. In uh, working behind the scenes to ensure that um, we have exciting um, uh, football, we had a workshop with the clubs. Um, there was a refresher course for the uh, Premier Soccer League coaches so we're looking forward to um, a competitive um, a 2023 Katlaka Premier Soccer League season. See. 
Uh, Chris, everybody's looking forward to excitement. Certainly the sponsor is. The PSL is looking forward to an exciting mm-hmm. season. Uh, the only leg that is uh, pretty much the unknown quantity is the clubs because they have to deliver the entertainment <laughs> on the day. But there's lots that can be done uh, to ensure that we have an exciting season. Hopefully this one is going to be a good one. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of those things is to just create as much information and hype about these games as buzz. possible. Mm. Create the buzz. I think it's one thing to just expect that people will show up, people will tune in, but I think there's a very important leg that needs to happen in terms of the build-up, first of all, to the season and also consistently throughout the season, ensuring that there is information, ensuring that across our major broadcasters and publications that there is knowledge of the PSL and what's coming what's what's going on what the big news is around the PSL I think we could do a lot more in terms of our marketing if we really do want this excitement across the season you're a broadcaster so you need to play your part all right well, so this here is, we are yeah, yeah exactly she's doing it right now, right now. <laughs> i'll drop a couple of tweets as well <laughs> the premier league soccer league uh, gets underway uh, this weekend and we'll be doing a build-up later on in the week uh, to let you know exactly what you can look forward to as for fc platinum uh, they start with a date with simba bora in the capital at the national sports stadium that should be an entertaining affair that match is on a saturday let's dive into international sports news where we're talking rugby from the front of the grid to the back of the net it's cfm sport international sports news roundup where the world comes out to play All right, we're talking Six Nations Rugby now. Ireland rugby coach Andy Farrow has praised the character of his Grand Slam chasing Ireland side after they overcame the loss of five players to injury on their way to a hard-fought 22-7 win over Scotland. Ireland are one victory away with England to come in Dublin uh, next week for from adding to previous Grand Slam efforts in 1948, 2009 and most recently 2018. Let's hear from Ireland rugby coach Andy Farrell. Uh, surprised me, um, probably not, but um, it was it was immense. The character that, that would be, you know, obviously it wasn't champagne rugby all around, but as far as character and fight and one for each other, that's the best game I've ever been involved in. You know, I mean, if you'd have seen us at halftime, you'd have you'd have laughed because all the team was laughing. Because it was organised chaos, we didn't know what happened until the last second. Z. Hearing uh, um, the Andy Farrell talking about the fact that they they had fight, they they had uh, determination. I think is is great, and they did. But also, they're playing some really good rugby, the Irish. Yeah, they play good rugby, and uh, it uh, comes around uh, as a result, of course, of uh, consistency. They've had uh, the same pool of players for possibly the last 36 months, with only them needing perhaps to change one or two faces in that setup. And in international sport, continuity is key mm. if you're going to make an impression. That's why they're arguably the best side in world rugby at the moment, because they've had that consistency of results so if you take a look at their form sheet i mean it's just green all the way Mm. wins wins yes they will suffer the odd loss here and there like they did on that tour to new zealand if you're going to tour new zealand you are going to lose to the all blacks it's inevitable (laughs) they did lose to the maori all blacks they lost to the all blacks they lost to france france one of the better sides uh, in world rugby 
But if you go want to go back to the last time they sort of like had any concerns, it's probably the early part of 2021 in the Six Nations where they lost to Wales and then lost to, to France mm. in consecutive games uh, mm. at the very start of that particular competition. But ever since then, they've sort of like hit their straps and they're under the management of Andy Farrell who of course is a uh, father uh, to uh, the young Farrell, Owen Farrell, uh, Owen Farrell uh, <laughs> yeah. who is uh, the captain of England mm. and he's doing a phenomenal job with the Irish and yeah. so uh, they must be given credit for the way they play their game. They remind me of the Canterbury Crusaders so it's not exactly flair rugby mm. but it's very organised, it's very structured and then when they do the get the opportunity to play expansive rugby, they do play the expansive rugby yeah. when it's necessary. They're playing anything but Northern Hemisphere type of rugby and it's a very effective delivering results and also showing that they've got a lot of grit, uh, Chris, because they had to battle a lot of injuries in this Oh, game. for sure. I think if you take a look at the fact that they had to replace Sheehan, Doris, Henderson in the opening 24 minutes, I think that impact itself could have completely um, undone any plans that they had. But they also found themselves playing the closing half hour without a recognized hooker after Kelleher was um, taken had taken over from Sheehan in the first half, went off, and that left Healy to deputize at hooker. So when you're just taking a look at those impacts and how they were able to literally just take the bit by the teeth and continue through this game, um, I think you take a look at the... the the fighting Irish. That's what we saw in this game. <laughs> right. Well, the rest of your Six Nations weekend results look like this. Uh, Wales upending Italy 29-17. Uh, France too good for England. 53-10. Wasn't even close, Michael. Yeah, wasn't even close. Uh, that's something of a surprise result, especially mm. considering the fact that they were playing at Twickenham. So there's a lot of work now to be done by England. Uh, they certainly uh, are on a downward spiral. And uh, Eddie Jones will be looking up uh, from his cup of tea in Australia or his beer <laughs> and saying, you see, it wasn't me. It's risky. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it wasn't me. This was not me. Uh, this group. And, and under Eddie, let's, let's be honest, under Eddie Jones, yeah. no way they lose 53-10. Never. No, no, no. Yeah. It, that, that simply wouldn't happen. Quickly throw forward to Dublin. Your thoughts? Uh, no, no, no. Ireland to win. Ireland to win. Ireland okay. to win. The, the, right. the English, I think, will fight. They, they'll, they'll fight, but uh, yeah. I think they'll be beaten ultimately because they've got to sort of like restore their pride after this mauling, 40-point mauling by France. So there will there will be a response, but Ireland are just too good at the moment. Ireland to complete the Grand Slam is the prediction from ZFM Sport. The Grand Slam, of course, meaning that they go through the Six Nations campaign without losing. So far, Ireland have done so of the uh, five games that they've played. Uh, they just have one game game remaining against England uh, to in, in Dublin like we said earlier. Super Rugby Pacific uh, there were also games this past weekend Highlanders 28-7 winners over the Chiefs. Uh, the Rebels 34-27 beating the Waratahs in that game in a very close game Fijian Drua beating the Crusaders 24-25-24 somewhat of a surprise result that one Mike. Yeah shock shock result but uh, good for Fijian Rugby uh, they of course uh, getting better and better and that's uh, that was the justification for having uh, these franchises in Super Rugby Pacifica uh, to give them that opportunity to play against the best sides yep. and then hopefully Shopping there would be some improvement and so we're beginning to see Fiji and Drua who were getting 50 points pumped past them mm. a couple of seasons ago by the Crusaders they're now able to get a win and still a win uh, and even Moana Pacifica they're very competitive in the games that they've been playing yeah Moana Pacifica beaten 21-18 by uh, the force uh, Western force if you like in full uh, the Blues are upending the Hurricanes 25-19 the Brumbies 23-17 uh, winners over the Reds let's go around the world in 60 
Hello, my name is Ibn Etzivet. I play for the Stormers and the Springboks. You're listening to ZFM. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. Let's get started in, in Ahmedabad, where India secured a 2-1 series win over Australia after the fourth test petered out to a draw as the tourists battered through out day five in Ahmedabad declared on 175 for two with a lead of 84 before the team shook hands. In Florida, Scotty Shuffles offered an ominous warning to his rivals by saying he's still hoping to improve after romping to victory at the Players' Championship with a five-shot win. In California, top seeds Carlos Alcaraz and Igor Sviatik raced to the third round of the Indian Wells WTA and ATP Masters 1000 without wasting any time as both top seed registered straight sets wins. And we'll touch down in Los Angeles where the surging Lakers lost 112-108 to to the New York Knicks early this morning and Anthony Davis blamed himself for the halt in momentum as his team squandered a chance to get back to an even record of wins and losses for the first time since opening the season schedule. Cross my heart, hope to die. The hits. Music lives. Z. Lock, lock, it. Ah. CFM stereo is untouchable. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. You know the platforms WhatsApp, the number 0731168045, Twitter, follow and inter- interact with at ZFM Sport. Our friend out in Poland has got in touch. He says, Hi guys, would it make financial sense for a money team like FC Platinum to have a camera set up similar to that in the EPL at their home grounds to catch match day footage, which they can then send to European clubs in an effort to market their players? Uh, well, I think they're recording already. So. They, they record their games, they do uh, video analysis and all sorts. So, yeah, no, they, they're. They're a professional club. Uh, they already have that facility. They may not have the 21 cameras mm. <laughs> the Premier League yeah. has, uh, but they certainly record the game. Absolutely. Hi, guys. So tuned in. I try not to miss your great show. Please, can you pay tribute to the former headmaster of Mzilikazi High, who I hear passed away recently? He discovered the great talents such as Pitan Lovu, Benjamin Konjera, Tanaka, from former Mzilikazi High student, Vuka Mugandani for life. Wow. And so the great administrator who was in charge at the time when the Muzilikas, of course, was uh, dominating uh, schoolboy uh, football uh, here football, in yeah. Zimbabwe, yeah. yes. And uh, the likes of uh, Peter and uh, Benji oh, uh, came through that system. Apparently, he has passed away. And, of course, uh, we uh, certainly offer our heartfelt condolences here on ZFM Sport. Uh, Alois, did you ever uh, play against the Muzilikas during your time? No. No, I know. I know I didn't. You, you I just almost did, almost did. Uh, mm-hmm. We got knocked out when I was still in Zimbabwe and I. We got knocked out by Seget I who actually went on to play uh, Muslikas in the final. Uh, how far? How far did your your PE first team go in the Copa Coca Cola? Dude, we never went anywhere much. I mean, we never. You guys were like uh, the, the 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 what? What do you call the the, the Real Madrid? The, the Galacticos. The Galacticos. Uh, yes. We were. <laughs> we were. But we, each time, each time we got knocked out by by Churchill. They never beat us. Uh, they always beat us by go different. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. We played, you, you know what they did? Yeah. They were very smart, they were clever. They made sure that we were in the same group. 
when we oh, went to church. So what they did is they put us in that small little pitch. Yes. Then we play against the three, the yeah, three teams each uh, in in each group. We played in the small t- small team in the small group in the small pitch first. We couldn't score much. Yeah. They play the same. Small, Small team, team in, in the big pitch. In the big pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. That's what they I like that. Hi, guys. You say FC Platinum's performance is impressive. Just out of curiosity, how do you think FC Platinum w- would fare if they played against Mamelodi Sundowns? Well, I think context is everything. Yeah. Uh, when, when we say FC Platinum is, is, is impressive, we're talking, Chris, in the context of local football, yeah, yeah. of Zimbabwean football. Yeah. Uh, to talk about Mamelodi Sundowns is then to have a completely different conversation altogether. Yeah, especially considering guys were still banned, so mm. they're not going to play there. Yeah. So whenever we do reference how FC Platinum is playing, and I think we're always related back to the rest of the teams in the league, and that's what w- they were comparing them against. I think we'd love to see what they'd be able to do with this team on the continent because it's a completely different team than they had when they were playing on the continent. But when we are making these comparisons, it's to the rest of our league, and they are dominating our league. And I think it's important also to point out, uh, Barry, that the continent is very difficult. Mm. That the continent is, an e- is not an easy... You know, people point out, oh, Dynamo's go to the final. Mm. Dynamo's only got to the final after how many times of trying? Yeah, exactly. They yeah. got to the final in 1998. Eight. Yeah. Yeah, a team that was they had been game. dominating yeah. Zimbabwe football for how many decades yeah. before that? Yes, so you can be a local maximum, yes. but when you go onto the continent, it's a very different. You have to so grow into it. You, there's so many things that are at play because you've got the away dyna- dynamics that come into play. You've got uh, the the dynamics that you're playing bigger teams physically in terms of physical stature. Uh, you're playing teams that are far more organized. So there's a lot that comes into it. So let's not even uh, have that discussion just yet until FC Platinum is actually playing Mamelodi Sundowns. Yeah, I, I think they would find it tough yeah, against uh, Sundowns. We, we saw what Sundowns 100%. did versus Al-Akhli. Uh, if Sundowns is pumping five past Al-Akhli, uh, I think uh, FC Platinum uh, are certainly going to struggle playing uh, against a side like Mamelodi Sundowns. So there's certainly nowhere near that level. But as far as Zimbabwe football is concerned, FC Platinum certainly they are the kingpins. Now, hey guys, I was eagerly awaiting for your show. Can you confirm the veracity of the story <laughs> that Jordan Zemura gets only 385 pounds per week? We, we cannot. We haven't seen his bank statement. We haven't seen uh, uh, what the story is. So, yes, we've seen uh, those reports, but I don't think there's ever been any confirmation from Bournemouth, so we can't confirm it. Yeah, we can't confirm that one. Uh, and as we wrap up uh, the fan zone, a couple of messages here. Hi, sports team. Uh, yesterday I was uh, so disappointed with the way Anthony Taylor handled our match. I guess he is a Liverpool fan. So can I tell this guy something? Uh-huh. Can I tell him something? Yeah. Can I tell him something? Yeah. Anthony Taylor is from Manchester. <laughs> your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. 
right, let's get into the Premier League where, of course, Anthony Taylor has come into uh, under a lot of criticism uh, for his performance in that game, Manchester United and Southampton. We'll be discussing that one a bit later. But first of all, let me give you the results. Bournemouth beating Liverpool 1-0. Barry, disappointing setback that one. Uh, Liverpool showing that there's still a lot of work to be done. Beating Man United 7-0 one weekend. And then in a game that many people expected them to win, they lose 1-0 to Bournemouth. Inconsistency shows that there's there's a lot of work that needs to be done on the training ground to ensure that whoever lines up uh, can do a job. I think uh, starting Basetic and uh, Harvey Elliott in midfield might have something to do with that. I think that may, gives you a bit of a lightweight midfield, but there's lots of figuring out that Jurgen Klopp has got to do in the offseason. Hopefully he's doing so with a team that's in Europe or some sort of European competition. The other team from Merseyside uh, secured three points. Everton beating Brentford 1-0 as they continue their fighter for survival in the Premier League. Leeds and Brighton played out a thrilling four-goal thriller. It was 2-0 in that game. Leicester City beaten by Chelsea 3-1, relieving pressure off Potter. Tottenham with a similar win over Nottingham Forest in London. Uh, West Ham and Aston Villa 1-0 draw. And then Manchester United and Southampton goalless draw. Man United playing 60 minutes, Alois, with 10 men after Casemiro was sent off. Yeah, that was a terrible tackle. I, I don't know. He, I, I think it's like in him. He has got this... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He, he, he has got that temperament. I, I think he needs to control that, you know, uh, to, 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 be, to be honest. You know, I think maybe at Real Madrid you could get away with uh, a whole lot more. But yeah. In, in, in England, I don't think... Uh, I, I was going to say that, uh, Chris, that uh, in Spain, he got away with a lot yeah, because yes. he was a Real Madrid uh, mm-hmm. player. In England, uh, he's not going to get away with that. So he's, he was never red-carded in La Liga, surprisingly, yes. uh, for a player who was so cynical. He comes to England and he's now received two yellow, uh, two red cards yeah. uh, in the space of, I think, what is it, three or so matches yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that he's played. And so he's going to have to make adjustments for his game. 100%. He needs to, first of all, adjust to the fact that he's in a completely different environment and what was permissible in La Liga will not be permissible um, in the Premier League. There's a lot more eyes on him as well and also just because of the eyes on him, I think also the eyes on the team that he's playing for, I think is also very important and I think something that the coaching staff need to deal with, I don't know if it's an anger management issue, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he definitely does need to sort out his playing style and just adjust to the fact that he's playing in a different league and his sort of you know um penchant towards his playing style is not going to work in England. Absolutely. And uh, moving on, uh, let's talk about the top of the table where Arsenal manager Mikel Ateta has saluted Leandro Trossard's football intelligence after he claimed a hat-trick of assists in Arsenal's 3-0 win over Fulham as the Gunners re-established a five-point lead at the top of the table following Man City's last gasp 1-0 away win at Crystal Palace courtesy of an Erling Haaland penalty. Let's hear from Ateta. It's, it's, uh, it's football intelligence. It's, it's really clever to understand straight away what what you want, uh, what is required, what is his role, and um, and he's executing it really well. Really happy. Um, it's a really tough place to come. Really well organized team, and uh, I think we we dominated the game. We we created so many chances. We kept a clean sheet, which was really important, uh, and we won the game in a in a convincing way. So very happy. See. 
Uh, Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta there speaking and uh, it's all about taking it one game at a time, isn't it, Barry? Just uh, uh, three points after three points uh, and making sure that they do the business and trying to stay in the moment as opposed to really being fixated with the league position and fixated with what Man City is doing. Absolutely, and it's a game by game. Uh, in truth, already uh, in in my view, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not being uh, overly fantastical about it, in my view, Mikel Arteta has already overachieved. This is his first full-time job. Uh, as as a head coach, this is also probably what is his second full season as uh, a, a, a top tier manager, and he is playing phenomenal football that's entertaining, that's at the top of the league. So already he's done well. If he's able to close this out, then he's got great things in the future of his management managerial career. Yeah, I think you're beginning to sound like those uh, Arsenal uh, supporters, Barry. That uh, I think Alois was mentioning off air that they they they're a bit hesitant. <laughs> they're not sure of themselves. <laughs> Because you, you, you're already making it seem like, oh, you know what? Even if he doesn't. Even if he doesn't. <laughs> because you know what? Here's what I think. If he gets that attitude, he'll never be a great one. He won't, yeah. Because when the likes of Pep Guardiola came onto the scene, he was fresh. He had never managed it. In his first season, he won the title yeah, yeah, with Barca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His first season. Yeah. Just like that. So mm. they didn't wait for stuff. And did he win the treble? Yeah, uh, second, the, season. second season. Second season, he won the treble. Yeah, second season. Uh, carried on winning the title, yeah. and won two trebles. Yeah. So, so I think Ateta has just got to realize I'm at Arsenal. I I'm am at one good. Of the, yeah, I am good and operate at that level. I was. Yeah, I think that's what he needs to do. He needs to realize that he is that good. He has worked under Pep Guardiola. And just like you say, Pep Guardiola came out from the reserve, uh, from being a reserve side coach, and boom, he started winning things. And Ateta needs to also believe in that, because he's already at Arsenal. He didn't start at Bournemouth, he didn't yeah. start at Swindon, mm. or, or uh, he started at Arsenal. This is a team and that has won already, before. Yeah. Yes, so I, I, I think where he is right now, he needs to start believing. Even the Arsenal fans, come on guys, you need to start believing in your team now. Because where they are right now, for me, I don't see them... Losing this well, let's, let's take a look at where they are. 20, 27 games, Chris, that they've played. Yeah. So, quick math here. They are now left with 11 games. Mm-hmm. They're just 33 points on offer. They've got a five-point lead over Man City. Yes, they're still to play Man City. But if they maintain this buffer, they can still afford to lose against Man City. Yeah. And remain on top of the standings. And so, Arsenal... If you had offered this to Arsenal fans at the beginning of the season, they would have yanked your hand off. Completely, considering especially that they wanted Arteta out last season. Yes. <laughs> so, I think this complete turnaround, I think first of all, credit to Arteta, but also I think Arsenal fans really need to take a look at this and be hopeful because last season, they wouldn't have been anywhere close at this point in the season. Horsepower unmatched. Talk to beat the best. Speed unrivaled. Slick and easy on the eye. Let's get behind the wheel of football engineered to perfection. The Bundesliga, made in Germany. 
We are in Germany and your Bundesliga weekend results. Cologne beaten at home by Bochum 2-0. Eintracht Frankfurt and Stuttgart playing out a 1-0 draw as did Hertha Berlin and Mainz. RB Leipzig too good for Mönchengladbach. They thumped them 3-0. Freuburg beating Hoffenheim 2-1. Werder Bremen were beaten at home by Bayer Leverkusen 3-2. Xabi Alonso, Barry, doing great there. He's got an opportunity. Xabi Alonso, the former uh, Liverpool, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich midfielder. He's uh, cutting his teeth in the Bundesliga. You know, surprise, surprise. Uh, they don't normally, you you wouldn't expect a Spanish, a Spanish coach, coach to get coach to his first big <laughs> job in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. He got it by a Leverkusen and he's doing decently well. He's doing very well and uh, listen, he's uh, uh, getting the results when he needs them. He's still in the Europa League. Uh, he's He's got a chance uh, of actually making this a very decent season for Bayer Leverkusen. He's got a good side there. Uh, yeah, it can be better but there's no better place to cut your teeth than in Germany because it's very competitive. Oh, Wolfsburg and Union Berlin one all draw. Borussia Dortmund coach Eden Tezic says his side left the door open for Schalke Ophir, who twice bounced back from a goal down to snatch a 2-0 draw in the Revier derby. Chris, we talked about this game. It was never going to be easy. It's a derby. Uh, it's against their biggest rivals uh, and they've dropped points in this particular game. Yeah. Good or bad result? Uh, um, I'm going to go with a bad result in context because when you take a look at Borussia Dortmund potentially getting a win here, um, I think they would have been level on points with Bayern Munich. And that, for me, I think contextually is important. The fact that they managed to get this draw still against a rival, this is a derby at the end of the day, it's all right. But I think given where we are in the season and what Borussia Dortmund could potentially do, which is win the league, I think it was a bad day out for them. Bad day out for Borussia Dortmund. Bayern Munich, though, they sealed a 5-3 victory in the Bavarian derby versus Augsburg. Uh, so they did the business. I'm a bit concerned, though, that Bayern Munich are conceding goals in, in, in the Bundesliga. And that's something that's going to give the likes of Borussia Dortmund hope that uh, Bayern can drop points. Yeah, Bayern are vulnerable, Mike, to be honest. Uh, I don't think they're playing their best football. And like I said uh, earlier in the past two weeks, that this is the season that Bayern, Borussia Dortmund can actually say that, you know what, this is winnable. By this time of the, by this time of the year, Bayern Munich would have cruised. They would have gone with yeah, it. Yeah, there would be like gone a 12 point gap. Exactly. Mm. But this is a time when they can actually see we can actually win this. And it's a time when you can actually see that Bayern Munich are vulnerable. They're conceding goals. A team that concedes goals, guys, can can lose matches. You know, you can you, you have a chance if you score against a team. So for me, they're not as solid as they used to be. They're not as uh, prolific as well as they used to be. I think this is a chance. Borussia Dortmund, if they can't win that and then wait for Bayern Munich to rectify Next season, they come back stronger, then it's going to be our kittens down. This is the season that Borussia Dortmund can actually win it. Well, let's go to Spain, where Barcelona are simply not conceding goals. A league that makes football all so beautiful, where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile and Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. 
Right in La Liga, your results Cadiz and Getafe 2 or draw. Real Madrid too good for Espanyol 3 1. Alche 1 or draw with Valladolid. Celta Vigo thumping Rayo Vallecano 3 0. Valencia winning at the Mestalla 1 0 as Rubens Baraja continues to revive Valencia. Real Mallorca and Real Sociedad 1 or draw. That match, of course, are blighted by Cadewere being rushed to hospital as a, a result of uh, was it heat stroke? Uh, heat stroke, heat yeah, stroke heat yes. Stroke, yeah. So we wish him well and we hope that he recovers very quickly. Sevilla uh, beating Almeria 2-1 Villarreal and Real Betis 1-0 draw. But the big game was out in the Basque country and Barcelona edged that one 1-0 courtesy of Rafinha. And that was despite some late drama as Inaki Williams had an equaliser ruled out by VAR. The net result, uh, Barry Barcelona uh, managing, of course, to maintain that nine-point lead at the top of La Liga. And uh, one of the reasons they were able to win this difficult game, they're not conceding goals. They're not conceding goals. Uh, They are keeping clean sheet after clean sheet and Ter Stegen is in absolutely spellbinding form. And then For I, me on form right now, the best goalkeeper in the world. Easy. By a country yeah, man. Yeah, on form, 100%. Uh, I'd say uh, Nick Pope might fit in there, but maybe some distance away because Nick he Pope. makes... He, uh, yeah, uh, Hell, watch, watch Newcastle. <laughs> Never. Watch Newcastle. He should have been red-carded <laughs> and sent off. What? He didn't touch the no, man. No, 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 that's a anyway, red card. Going back to no, England. that's a red card. Let's say it's straight. <laughs> Let's <laughs> stay it's fair. I would even have him <laughs> my top 10 goalkeepers <laughs> right now never my, my never. man is my he man. the best goalkeeper in England uh, toss up between him and David David De Gea best goalkeeper in England yeah right now on form no yeah. Baba. Baba. no no Baba Baba. No anyway, we're going to, we're going to England. <laughs> we're in Spain, Shamari. We're yeah. talking about yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, but you, 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 you brought Pope into the argument. <laughs> to compare him to Ter Stegen. <laughs> I didn't compare Sacrilege. him. I didn't compare him. I said he's a distance away, but he's there or thereabouts. Never. I, <laughs> listen to me. Okay. The distance away is not there and thereabouts. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, fine, guys. <laughs> Ter Stegen is in phenomenal form. Okay. Best goalkeeper in the world right now. On form. And on form. Uh, and Barcelona, I think this is their 10th or 11th 1-0 scoreline win. Yeah. And if you don't score, you just need to score one <laughs> to win matches. That's what Barca is doing. And uh, they go into El Clasico this weekend, uh, Alois, uh, with that healthy buffer of nine points, meaning that, you know what, there's less pressure on them as they take on Real Madrid because they know that the best Real Madrid can do is cut the gap to six points, which is still a sizable advantage. Yeah, that's uh, that takes away uh, something from the El Clasico, to be honest. Usually some, you, you want that, uh, uh, that uh, match to have a bit of substance when you know that Jeopardy, you yeah. know to, it can change things at the, uh, on, on the log but this classical now is coming at a time when you know that Barcelona can actually say okay let's just lose maybe we can just lose 1-0 and still keep going they won't, they won't catch us so for Real Madrid it's about pride and mm. fighting for second place and, and, and solidifying but, but the job is lost but uh, this is gone but uh, Chris on the other side Barcelona could see this as an opportunity to say mm-hmm. let's turn 9 into 12 let's end all talk of a title race and that's absolutely what they likely want to do is to ensure that there's no more 
discussion, that it's solidified and that they're actually piling pressure on Real Madrid. Right, there's action tonight in La Liga, if you fancy. Girona will be taking on Atletico Madrid. When we come back tomorrow, we'll be talking you through Italy, France, uh, as well as, of course, African football, where Mabelodi Sundowns have laid a marker in the CAF Champions League, putting five past Al Ahli mm. for the second time. Remember, there was a 5-0 a few seasons ago. This time, mm, it was 5-2. But they'll have a lot of sides in North Africa concerned. Yeah, absolutely. All right, tomorrow's going to be great. Don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Max Verstappen has taken the chequered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z-Team on ZFM Sport. Z.